Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's get started. This is number 13 of this series, and we're reading out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 and 21. And the emphasis this morning is that we've been dealing with this word ambassador. Say, I'm ambassador I'm for Christ. I'm an ambassador. I'm an ambassador for Christ. I'll say it like you mean it. I am an ambassador for Christ. Amen. Who are you? An ambassador for Christ. <laughs> Show us how to say that, would you please? The mic was even on, and she still boomed that. Hallelujah. We are, you got to know that. You got to own that. Then you got to walk in that. Amen. Let's read, let's read, let's read. And all of this is a, let's make sure I'm, I'm in the right place. Okay, let's see. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting our sins against us. He gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are, say we are, Christ's ambassadors. Amen. Listen, this is God making his appeal. Listen, this is God making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. God is calling the world, each individual person, back to himself. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sins, to be the sacrifice for our sins, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. What a gift. Give God some praise. Give, give God some praise. Give God some praise. The thought that I want to deal with this morning is I am God's ambassador with power and authority. With power and authority. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, we say hallelujah. Father, move Tracy out the way. Allow me to make clear your word. Lord, give preaching power. Give anointing power. Lord, touch the weakness of my throat and give strength. Lord, allow our ears to be open that we may see it, that we may feel it, that we may receive it as you speak to us. Lord, allow your Holy Spirit to fall on us that we may hear what the Spirit is saying. In the name of Jesus, 
we pray. Amen. Amen. Whether you know it or not, your victory has already been won. Amen. Whether you know it or not, God, God, yes, God is actively acting within our decisions, but the pathway to your victory has already been laid out. The problem is, is just like my GPS system, if I don't follow it, it recalculates to get me where I need to get to. Guess what God is doing in your life? He, he is always trying to update you that you may be always downloading the information he wants to get to you so that you may have victory in your life. But I think sometimes we get confused because we think if God is for us, we won't have trouble. But, but wait a minute, but wait a minute. You're not home yet. When we get home, we won't have trouble. But as long as we are down here in enemy's territory, we got work to do. And Satan is trying to stop the Christian from being all that you've been called to be because he don't want your light to shine. So he purposely plants dandelions in your yard. He purposely caused things to catch on fire around you. He purposely caused us to get unfocused, out of order, to act up so that people can't see Christ in us because we are God's ambassadors. Now hold on, wait a minute. Let's work with this word ambassador. That means that you're God's representative. That means that you are not of this world system, though you're in this world system. You are of a kingdom system, the kingdom of God. You are God's representative in a different foreign land. But wait a minute, he didn't place you here without power. He gave you power and authority because you're representing him. Now, now, the trick is, is that I got to believe what he tells me so I can walk in what he tells me to walk in. Now, if I don't believe it, I can't use it. But as long as I believe it, I can use it. So, wait a minute. In spite of what you may be going through, in spite of what's happening in the world, you don't have to be caught up in the up and downs and emotions of stuff that happened to you. Because if you know who you represent, you can stand boldly and say, I know who I am. His joy, his peace, his power. I'm walking through situations with a confidence of knowing I got work to do. And as long as I'm doing the work I'm supposed to do, God's going to take care of me. Did you know you got diplomatic immunity? I mean, no, I, I, I'm not saying that things won't happen. Matter of fact, let me just be honest with you. If you get closer to Lord, the devil may throw more stuff at you. Hold on. But you don't have to react like you don't have no hope. You don't have to react like you don't have no power. Listen, the devil don't have to steal your joy. 
You don't have to let the devil steal your peace. You, you can still walk and be bold in who you are and say, I know my Redeemer lives. I know he got me. I know he's going to fight my battle. I know he's going to come see about me. Matter of fact, he's holding me together right now. If I didn't have the Lord on my side, I would have lost my mind a long time ago. How many in here know that God is keeping you in your right mind? I mean, no, don't, don't, just don't raise your hand to raise your hand. But you know that you know that you know that if it had not been for the Lord on your side, you would have gave up, you would have quit, you would have lost your mind a long time ago. But God somehow keeps you. Have, have you ever, have you ever surprised yourself how calm you going through a situation? <laughs> I, I mean, everything is falling apart. And you saying, I'm good. Matter of fact, have you ever been so calm about a situation they thought you did lose your mind? Because, because it don't make sense how God can keep you. But wait a minute, we're not talking about sense or logic. We're talking about supernatural grace. Listen, the greatest miracle you will ever experience is the born-again experience. Any other miracle or supernatural that God does in your life is less than the born-again experience. So if he extended that much power to change your, the innermost part of your soul and your heart, won't he give you everything else that you can be victorious, that you can be a conqueror, that you can overcome, that you can go through, that you can still represent him? Won't he keep you in perfect peace? Won't he give you joy in the midst of won't he make a way out of nowhere? Won't he step in right on time? Won't he do it? You are representing him. So won't he? Listen, listen. Your immunity is this. You don't have to receive everything Satan's throwing at you. <laughs> your immunity is this. You can open up your mouth and speak back to the devil and rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Your immunity is this. The devil don't want you to notice, but he's scared of you finding out who you really are. The sons of Sceva see Paul doing some great things and, and rebuking demons, and back then, that was the greatest power. So these sons of Sceva get together and say, we're going to do what Paul does. John got a son down the street, and he's demon-possessed, and we're going to go in there, and we're going to say, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches about. The only problem is they didn't know Jesus for themselves. So they go in there, and they thought the power was just speaking 
the words out of their own mouth. And they go in there and they say, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus that that Paul talking about. <laughs> and demon laughed and said, I know Jesus. He's the son of God. I know Paul because he's a servant of Jesus. But who the blank, I told you it was a demon, are you? Listen. They knew Paul. Because Paul was marked. Because he knew Jesus. Do you know you got a mark on you? You got a mark on you. And Satan can't touch you unless God allows him. He'll walk around you, but you don't notice there's an invisible fist around you. Matter of fact, you got a guardian angel that is standing there just in case the devil gets bold enough, he will step in front of you. In fact, you got the Holy Spirit in you that will rise up in you and we rebuke the devil with the power of God just for you. So watch this, that in order to touch you, he has to ask permission, can he tempt you? And the battle is about your faith, that if he throws stuff at you, will you still keep your eyes on Jesus? Listen, that's the battle. That's what stuff gonna happen. But there's a supernatural something that when you keep your eyes stayed on him, God will let you walk. Listen. Somebody right now is thinking, he don't know what he's talking about. Wait a minute. I got to fight the same battle you fight. Just because I'm the pastor, don't give me exempt status that I don't go through nothing. In fact, I got a bigger bullseye on me than you got on you. Because if he can take me out, then y'all going to say it don't work. I know it worked. Because if it didn't work, I wouldn't be up here preaching. I'd be in Longview someplace. That's right. It's not Longview no more. It's Romans. That's right. It's not Romans. It's something behavior someplace. Pulling my bottle up over my head because all the stuff I've been through would make me crazy. But God is a keeper. God is a way maker. God's word is true. God will keep you in the midst of the storm. God will keep you in your right mind. God will give you perfect peace in the midst of the storm. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. If there's anybody else, nobody I'm talking about, give God a shout. Give God a praise. Give God, tell him thank you. For nobody, nobody could have helped me make it but you. The supernatural for us ought to be the natural. We got to get to the place that we are operating in kingdom of God system and not in the world system. First John. First John chapter 4. Verse 4 and 6. 
out of the New American Standard, and it reads like this. First John chapter 4, verse 4 and 6 says, You are, look what it says, you are from God. Or you are the children of God. Listen, if you're born again, I breathe back into you. I breathe life into you. I breathe spirit life into you. You are no longer what you used to be because I have now breathed spirit life in you, and now you are God's. Amen. Turn to your next, I'm God's. I'm God's property. I'm God's child. I don't know why he did it, but he did it. Listen, I'm not all I'm supposed to be yet, but I'm here. You know, the funny thing is, no matter what my son does, he's still my son. He may not do all that I want him to do. He, he does stuff. He used to do stuff. He's still my son. He may go to jail. He's still my son. He may say, turn around and say, Dad, I'm gay. He's still my son. Has nothing to do with his actions. He is born from me. He got my DNA in him. He, he, he says now, he says, he says, I used to look like my mom, but now I look like my dad. I'm just light-skinned. That's what he says. You know what he's doing? He's identifying with me. You see that? He's identifying. He said, I, I got the traits of my father on me. My, I, I look like him. I, I showed him a picture of me in the 12th grade. And it was, and, and, and the amazing thing is that the picture was a, like a, a darker skinned brick. He's my child. There ought to be some resemblance <laughs> that you're your father's child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somewhere yeah, that, that you're your father. You ought to be coming more like him all the time. I, I, and look more like my heavenly father today than I did last year. And, and, and the closer I get, the more stuff that that, that is not really part of me is, is falling off because I'm pushing my way. I don't, I'm identifying with who I really am. I'm letting go of stuff that attached itself to me. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that. Things that has attached themselves to me, but they're not really me. Don't look at me that way. You got things that then attach themselves to you too. That's not really you. Now watch this. If I'm not careful, I will listen to what they are telling me. And I will allow them to tell me a lie. I will listen to them, and even though it's not really me, I will begin to walk in what these things 
has attached to me. Listen, just living down here, stuff is going to attach itself to you. What happened to you makes stuff attach. But guess what? If I just... You ought to be shaking stuff off to become who God says you are. Look what it says. We are God's. He who knows God. He said, he said, he said, he said, if you know God, your spirit hears the word. Something in you ought to be clicking saying, I know he's right. The problem is, there's a voice saying, he don't know what he's talking about. If we make choices on what we're going to believe, and that is what we become. What says read it? He said, people who are not born again can't hear. Can't understand the word of truth, the word of life. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't click. Because unless your spirit is born again and the Holy Spirit living in you, there's no good. Someone told me today, don't care how good the the, the seeds are, if you plant in field soil, you can't grow nothing. You got to put it in the, you got to put it in, what's that? Topsoil. Topsoil is conducive for growth. Guess what God did? He dug out your old heart, put in a new heart, so he can start planting truth so that good stuff can come up. Without the change of the heart, I don't care how much word you read. I don't care how much you come to church. Unless you have accepted Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior and ask him to come into your heart. Don't nothing grow. But once he has given you a new heart, there's something about the word that stuff start popping up. Now, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Remember I told you about the attachment? Dandelions in the next yard. The seeds will blow over into your yard. And dandelions will take over not your spirit, but your thinking. Because of the environment we live in, there's thinking and thoughts that will attach itself to your thinking. And if it gets in your thinking, it will produce. But by this, we know the spirit of truth. And what's it? And the spirit of, you know what's happening right now? You are hearing out of my mouth the spirit of truth because I'm preaching the word. But you know what is also happening? Satan will also send you a spirit of error that will speak to you. 
My question is, whose voice are you listening to? We we are like computers. We download. Let Let me prove that to you. We are living in a system. It is the kingdom of Satan. It is a system that operates by its own laws. We that are Christians are living in the kingdom of God, and we have different rules and principles to operate in. The problem is, what's this? A person that don't know Jesus, they only operate out of one system. That's the system of the world. Let me, okay, for, for, for the techies in the house. Microsoft is the system of the world. Apple is the system of God. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, no, it's too, but there are two different operating systems that does not interact with one another. They are not compatible. There is no interchanging within the system. They have good, they they operate from a different foundation. Their source is different. We are living in this world system, but we have been Walk back into the kingdom of God that is a different system. You cannot produce spiritual fruit operating in the world system. And watch this. And the world system won't work for you. Can, 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 can I break it down a little bit more? The world system don't work for nobody. Let me explain. We go walking on second Monday fourth Monday, and, and sometimes we run up against the, the younger teenagers, and they're hyped up, and they think they got it going on, and they're doing this world, so, and there's an attitude with these, with these young men, and, and they all in, but then we run up against some of the older guys that are dealers and all that, and they're in their 30s and 40s, and they tired. That's so what happened to fellas. Man, we just. I said, it's hard, ain't it? Yeah, man, it's hard. Satan will eventually beat the life out of you. His system kill, steal, and destroy. He'll sell you a, a, he sell you a lie. And you enter into it thinking like, I got it going on. It's going to work for me. This feels good. Oh, I got the women. My... And once he listened to this preacher this, 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 this week, he was on the radio, and he said, he said, he said, you know, he was a dealer. And he said, this girl said, come here, let me kiss you. And when I kiss you, I'm going to blow something in you, and what she blew in him was marijuana and crack, and from that moment he was hooked. What is Satan blowing in your mind? 
blowing something. He's blowing a lie. And all it takes is one bite in you. Like what it says. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know. The spirit of truth and error. And if you go up to verse 4, it says this. He said, greater is he that is in you than the spirit. The Holy Spirit in you is greater than the spirit of the world, which means that God has given us power and authority that we can walk in some stuff. We can walk over. You ought to be walking over, walking through. Listen, you may cause me trouble, but you ain't going to steal my peace. You ain't going to steal my... Listen, you can't allow nobody to have that much power. That's why you got to forgive. Don't, don't get stuck. Yeah, folks going to do you wrong. Satan is manipulating. You got to have a kingdom view of saying, God works all things together. Even my hurts, even my bad. If I let God have it, he will work it out. Oh, yes, he will. I mean, what's my suggestion? A diplomat is an official of the highest rank who be sent by someone that is sovereign. God sent you, planted you, and set you up for victory. Do you know, you know what I got to tell myself sometimes? I got to tell myself, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I don't understand, but Lord, I don't feel like this, but Lord, I choose to trust you. You know what I hear? God done let you down. If God loved you, why he let you go through what you're going through? Why did he allow this to happen? You done went from bad to worse. Where your God at now? Matter of fact, he would actually send somebody to speak negativity in your ear. Can be a family member. Here Job is. Come, come here, Job wife. Come, come here, Job wife. Here Job is. Try, here Job is trying to hold on to his integrity. And, and Satan whispers in her ear, tell him that he should curse God. Say it. Curse God and get back. <laughs> She tired of it. She tired of it, y'all. She tired. They lost her church. But don't be so. They lost everything. They lost her children. They lost everything. Now, Job is sitting there looking like death warmed over. So what's, she, instead of keeping her eyes on the Lord, is open for a suggestion from the anyone. How did she know that Satan said he was make Joe curse die? She did not know that. She downloaded it. My question is, what are you downloading? Let me show you another one. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> Question. I said, 
How did Adam know how to name the animals and name them according to their particular characteristic? He downloaded it. He tapped into his sword. Can I, can I show you another one? Okay, after they disobeyed God, how did they know they was naked? Well, they, they shouldn't, wait a minute. Dogs don't know they naked. Monkeys don't know they naked. They not running around hot and say, I'm naked. How did they know they was naked? They downloaded it from Satan. Notice what God said, so where, where, where we were hiding, or why you hiding, we naked. Who told Where are you downloading your information? Because I was the one feeding your information. Lean not onto your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge in all of your ways. In all of your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. My ways are higher than your way, and the heavens are above the earth. So is my ways than your way. So what he's saying is, if my ways are not your way, you can't know my way unless you come to me and download it. <laughs> my brothers and sisters, watch this, watch this, watch this. God is trying to get to us everything he has for us, but he needs time with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. He's trying to teach us how to walk successfully. You know, sometimes I on purpose don't follow my, nav- my navigational unit. I don't like the way it's taking me. So I force it to recalculate. I passed the turn on purpose. And then I see it go, bah, 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 bah. sometimes they try to give me a U-turn. I said, I don't want a U-turn. Don't keep on going until it says, okay, have it your way. And sometimes I get lost because I had it my way. How much more do we treat God that way? Man. You, you have got a connection to Almighty God who knows everything. Whatever you face, you got to lay it out before him. And say, Lord, you, watch it, but, watch it, but I got to be willing to do it his way. You know, the word of God will make you rethink some things. The word of God will come up and it will speak against, and you will understand that you got thinkings that are not what the word says, and then you got a choice whether you're going to believe the word or believe what you think. Some of us, we know right, but we choose to do wrong. And, and you, have, you have stuck right there, and the power of God is not on you. But God has called us to have power to make a difference. When you walk into a situation, it ought to change the situation. When you walk into a situation, there ought to be so much joy in you, so much love in you, so much peace in you, that folks are drunk. 
to hate going to the grocery store. You know why? I find people, people say, they be following me, they say, I thought that was you, I could tell by your walk. And then well, we talk, hey, how you doing? They say, you know, I got this situation, and I find myself counseling in aisle four. I'm counseling at the meat thing. Why? Because they sense that I got the word of life that they need. It's the anointing. It, they, they don't even know me, but, but they start talking to me. Why? Because it's not me. It's the anointing. It's not, he said, he said, it's him in us trying to bring the world to himself because he died for the world. Yes, sir. And watch this. But when they meet Tracy, there's nothing there to draw them. That's right. If I'm in me, I don't have no power. Say that, say that. If they see me, there's no drawing. But when, but when I'm on my game, when, 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 when there's the, the Holy Spirit overflowing, there's a drawing card. I, I don't see it, but they... You see her right there? Now, now a hundred people don't walk by, and she sees us and then glued on us. Now, I swear, three, five, six people don't walk by, and she waited to ask us for money. <laughs> Why did you ask all those other people for money? But watch this. You know why she glued on us? Because she sees who in us. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have a calling card that you're not using. This is, this is not in the natural. This is in the supernatural. This is the spirit of God. Listen, he said, it's me in. Why would he be in us? Why would he make us his temple? Why would the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, come to make our, his abode in us? He's not sitting there sleeping. He wants to be actively alive to make a difference, not only in us and for us, but through us, that we begin to realize this thing is powerful and we got authority. We know Jesus and we know that, 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 that man named Paul because Paul knows who he is. When Paul comes in, he tears our kingdom up. Paul, he preaches in the name of Jesus, but we see his light. We see the anointing on him. We know Paul but you're not hooked up to Jesus, so we can do what we want to to you because you're not hooked up. Is there anybody hooked up? Is there anybody who walking in the name of Jesus? Listen, that's what I say. Every day, we ought to ask, Lord, fill me. Lord, 
teach me. Lord, shine through me. Lord, interrupt my agenda for your agenda. Lord, if you can use anyone, you can use me. Lord, I make myself available. Listen, you don't have to have the highest education. You don't have to have the finest of clothes. You don't have to have all your health. God just looking for anybody that's willing to be used for his glory. It's his power. It's his glory. It's his kingdom. It's about his namesake. God would do it in a way that is exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or can think. He's just that type of God. Oh, yes, he is. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. And he wants to be awesome in you and me. Let God be awesome. Make self sit down. Let Jesus stand up. Make self sit down. Let Jesus stand up. When Jesus stand up, we would change our families. We would change our neighborhood. We would change the church with Jesus, with Jesus. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. You are an ambassador, a high-ranking official. Who's been given orders, power, purpose, and authority? Walk, turn to your neighbor. Walk in it. Walk in it. Walk in it. Walk in it. Don't let the dumb stuff stop you. Walk in it. Walk in it. Everything gonna come up against you, but walk in it. Walk in it. Let them speak to the hand. Don't let them get to the heart. Don't let them get to the mouth. Walk in it. Walk in it. God is calling you. God is calling you out from the chickens. You're an eagle. You're an eagle. Spread your spiritual wings. And fly by that sword. He will take you. He will lift you. Stuff is gonna happen. Listen, you're living in a fallen world with fallen people, with a fallen devil. We got a fallen army. But guess what? We have already overcome the world in Christ Jesus. You fight your way through. You fight your way through. You fight your way through. Today, I got ministers up here who want to pray with you, want to talk with you. If you know that you need to get it right with Jesus, if you're out of church, family, and you need to get in the church, family, and God is calling you here, come. Let us pray with you. Let us pray with you. Let's get it straight. 
فيه 